and welcome to the 58th episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the sleepy to my kitty, Brandon Gross. Sleepy kitty. Wait, is sleepy kitty, is that... Is that like an expression Expression you hear a lot? You're a cat owner. I'm not a cat person, so I don't know. Not, like... not something that I know of off the top of my head, okay. but I did say it out loud and was like, that sounds like a song or like, a, like something along those sleepy lines. Kitty, like maybe, sleepy kitty, sleepy kitty. Isn't there a Friends? I didn't watch Friends, but isn't there a Friends Sm- thing about a kitty? Oh, smelly cat. Smelly cat. Okay. That's Sleep, not Sleepy Kitty. Sleepy, sleepy Kitty, Sleepy can you, Kitty. Uh, can, you, can you guess where I got my inspiration from? Your cat that's sleeping. My cat that's sleeping on the couch. You bet your ass I got <laughs> My that man is doing A to A thinking. No A to B, <laughs> no A to C here. I've never had improv training in my entire life. I just see <laughs> and I react. What's up, dude? What are you doing? How are you? I know you've had a hell of a couple of weeks. That's right. We took a break. This is our, our this first episode of two weeks. First episode of two weeks, number 58. We're back at it. I'm sorry I couldn't be with you last week, but I was doing baseball things because I did... Uh, I did see the Mets playing Colorado, play the Rockies. My first time at Coors Field. Did a little trip with an old friend. Oh, yeah. um, it was uh, uh, freezing cold, and I thought the game was going to get snowed out, but it what, didn't. Snowed out? Was it snowing in Colorado when you were still there? Yeah, dude. So I, when I got there, dude, I got there shit. on last Wednesday, um, and it was 85. Thursday, I went to the Rocky Mountain National Park. It was pretty hot there until you got higher elevation. Then obviously, it was a little bit cold, but it was still okay. tolerable. Friday, snow, rain, chaos. What the Mets the game was canceled, hell? but I was not seeing them on Friday. I was seeing them on Saturday. Snow, rain, chaos. Oh, um, my God. Saturday, um, still cold, uh, uh, a slight drizzle in the morning. I'm a great weather man. And, yeah, uh, you are. This th- is good. But then it was, it was a nice 45 degrees. Okay. Uh, there was a double header. The Mets won the first game, and I had tickets to what became the second game of the double oh, nice. header. Dude, I had the same thing happen to me this weekend. We'll talk about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, the second game of the doubleheader, um, Trevor Williams, the last pitcher you want to see start if you're a Mets fan <laughs> in the rotation. <laughs> uh, I think it would have been a, a Tyler McGill start had he not gotten injured, but I see Trevor okay. Williams. Um, I know. I knew the Mets were going to get creamed. It was close for a little bit. It was uh, tied at one point. It was 4-3 Rockies. And then the wheels fell off, and the Mets lost 11-3. It was not a Mets comeback. Probably the oh. Mets... Worst loss of the season, I think definitely by run di- by run differential. You mean? Yeah, I mean yesterday yeah. was their, probably their second worst, but yeah, I think that was their worst loss season. Eleven to three loss. It was cold. I like Coors Field a lot, though. That was nice. Um, tons of Mets fans there. Tons of Mets fans. They travel. I, Mets fans travel. Yes, the seven line was there. The, the crew up from City Field that uh, that wears the orange in, in center field and travels sometimes. They um, went. They went. Yeah, they're out there. What the hell were they doing in Denver? That's what they do. They go, they do big trips. They go everywhere. Yeah, they're trying to hit every stadium. I think they only have like Oakland remaining at the end of the year, and then they've, seen, they've been I to every have city. No idea. Are they all we're, retired? How can they do that? No, nah, they take off work. Okay, that's dedication. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Dedication. Uh, I know it's a foreign thing for a Marlins fan to know about other mm-hmm. fans. Okay, but, uh... excited to see this. Yeah, where are you going with this? You gonna kick a man while he's down? The ah, Marlins have been okay. Marlins have been sucking. I sucking <laughs> shit, just sucking shit, man, for like a two full weeks now. So, uh, yeah. So, so yeah. So the Mets got their ass kicked. It was still nice to go to the stadium. I highly recommend Coors Field. Funny thing that happened was funny or sad. There was a um, a, a f- nice family to the 
the uh, next to me, and it was like three kids. And then Brandon Nimmo comes up to bat. Once again, uh-huh. they're Rockies fans. And the little girl, maybe six, maybe seven. I don't know. I can't tell children's ages, but somewhere around there, <laughs> okay, goes right. to her mom and she goes, "What if I said let's go, Brandon?" And the mom goes, "I would love that." And this little oh, girl, even no. though she's a Rockies fan, is going, "Let's go, Brandon." Oh no, Denver, Denver, what are you doing, Denver? Why? That doesn't surprise me at all. That doesn't surprise me at all. Of course, there's some rich suburban subsect of Denver where they're they're fucking yelling, "Let's go, Brandon." Yeah, it's everywhere, I, dude. It's everywhere. Dude, I actually heard it a little bit from the seven line too. Did you really? I did. I heard it a little bit. It's annoying and it's not creative. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And we're it's not annoying. You know, it's not listen, creative. We're, we're not pro Biden guys necessarily. <laughs> that's true. Okay? Yeah, it's not like we're yeah. Pro but Biden it's annoying. It's dumb and not creative. I think yeah. that's that's my bigger issue with it. It's dumb, cliche, not creative at this point. And it was started. Absolutely. And it was started by uh by weird a small uh, child. Yeah, started by a small <laughs> child. Um, I, uh, I, what was I going to say about this? I forgot. So never mind. Sorry. Oh, oh, I bet Brandon Nimmo loves it though. Right. Oh, yeah, I also definitely. remember the second thing I was going to say. Uh, it's, it's also getting a little hacky at this point to be hacky. like Brand, yes. Brandon Nimmo's, uh, uh, he's running like he's trying to go see Donald, give Donald Trump a kiss or something. Everybody's always making alt-right Brandon Nimmo jokes on Twitter now to a point where I feel like it's exhausted. We know Brandon Nimmo sucks. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a recorded fact. We know that. Oh, he doesn't so what suck. Are we know? He's a good ball player. But his okay. opinions. <laughs> Something tells me a guy that yeah, that goes that was at January sixth is probably He wasn't at January sixth. What the fuck are you talking about? He <laughs> may spreading false he may information. Have been. Honestly, he may have he may have blended That's true. in there. He's I, a he's a baseball player, so he wouldn't have been recognized at that, yes, at that level. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, um, although if the, if he was running towards the Capitol, he w- and he's a little bit quicker than everyone else. Yeah, like, that's true. Who's the sprint hey, speed on that guy? Who's this flat? I mean, something yeah. tells me that he would be by far the fastest person to have attended the insurrection. Ever. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's best, no way that in the best shape. Is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The skinniest man in the entire thing. You and I would look like 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 Udonis Haslam if we went there. We'd yes. be fucking jacked and and strong and tall compared to all those people. Who's Udonis Haslam? Is that a he's an old Miami player? Heat player? Yeah, a he's a Miami player. Heat player. Okay. Yeah, I right. could have come up with another one but i starling I marte right. keep it in the division oh okay yeah that's nice yeah god if there's anybody that makes me look like starling marte in athletic athleticism alone they need to take a fucking look in the mirror i'll tell you <laughs> what dude that is not a good thing for you to be having to i mean uh, i've always called you to. the white starling marte that's true you have we have a one of my best friends his nickname on the basketball court is white cheddar what do you think of that <laughs> that's pretty good right yeah that's, that's pretty good i like it I okay, like all right. I'll take uh, it. My, my weekend was uh, was pretty entertaining itself, Brandon. I was gonna, I was about to ask you, but I was gonna ask you. I promise, I wasn't being I took, rude. I took the words straight out of your mouth, buddy. You did. Um, it was a fun weekend. Also, I just got done uh, guesting on my first podcast, dude. I did Locked On Marlins with Peter Pratt. I heard that our friend Peter Pratt from the last episode, Locked On Marlins, that was yeah. brought up. Uh, yeah, Peter Pratt. I've been Peter working on my Pratt. impression of him. That's pretty, pretty good. good. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, right? there's. Yeah, you. I like. Uh, I had a great time. It was wonderful. First time guesting on a podcast, dude. And like I, I was telling you this before we started recording, but it it's the dream. You just log on, you talk, and you leave. You know, there's no prep. There's no rundowns you have to write. There's no research you have to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then afterwards, there's no audio editing. There's no uploading. There's no copy. There's no why do the why does the episode number appear twice in one streaming platform and none in the other streaming platform? God. Uh, it's great, dude. It's really it's, great. So it's a it's a it's a man or a woman's uh, a woman who needs attention's dream. 
scenario, <laughs> you know? I'm yet. not saying you, but I'm saying in no, general. No, I feel you. No, it's, a, it's a, an attention-craving person's dream. Yeah, just get asked questions that you get an answer. I started noticing I got into host mode a little bit, though, where I would start like, you know how I'll, I'll yes. tee you up with questions sure. sometimes? I was just teeing Peter up for questions on his own podcast. He's like, this like, is my job. You. You don't yeah, do that. He, yeah, he's uh, he he was really upset, dude. I'll tell you what. Uh, no, he's a sweetheart. But uh, yeah, did that. Also went to a Yankees game on Sunday. Why are you going to all these Yankees games, dude? When when there's when the Mets are in town, huh? The Mets so, are in town, but old roommate's girlfriend. Yeah, great person, love her to death. I'm not saying names just because I don't know if they want to be talked about on my bad baseball podcast. Sure. Um, she's a huge Yankees fan, and she hadn't oh. been to a Yankees game in a couple of years. Um, huge fan of the Yankees, huge fan of Miranda. So we went on a double date to a double header, double date to a double header oh, because cool. the game on Friday had gotten rained out. So on Sunday they were like, if you right. have a ticket to the Sunday night game, just come to the Sunday. Were they playing the Orioles? Care. Orioles? They were playing the White Sox. White Sox. Oh yeah. So of they, course. They Tim were. Anderson. Yeah. Went yard on him. Yeah, exactly. From the whole thing. Um, and it was, this is not hyperbole, the hottest sporting event I've ever been to in my entire life. Heat wise. It was heat-wise, and we were in this section in the right field where they have real bleachers. It's like metal bleachers that you're yeah, sitting on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the sun was at just high noon when we got there, baking on, like baking us. Like, and then it, well, what sun wasn't hitting us was reflecting off of the the bleachers and blinding us, or like just really, really bright. It was it was really tough. Miranda and I lasted maybe three minutes before we went to the Pepsi Lounge, which the is Pepsi like Pepsi Lounge. Yeah, I went to the Pepsi Lounge. It's like a, an air conditioned indoor. Uh, thing right at center field and honestly we're as good of tickets if not better than the ones we had and we just kind of posted up for a little bit um, ate some food and just watched the game from there until we cooled down and then we went back out and waited until it, it, the sun had gone down a little bit before we went but a um, lot of fun wait so you went to both games went to both games yeah stuck wow. around for both games and the Yankees lost wait so how did that work games. so did you have tickets on Friday so we had tickets for Sunday, and they were, they were like, we will honor anybody who has tickets on Sunday to come for the... the oh, so Sunday game. got rained out, and then... I Friday got rained out, and then Sunday they were like, if you have tickets, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know if they opened it up to everybody that had their tickets like... How does that work, though? Because if people already had tickets to game two and you're sitting It's a good question. Seats. Yeah, that's a good question. I assume that they refunded everybody, and then they allowed you the opportunity to buy tickets on Sunday, which would give you access to the, the game that you missed as well. Does that make sense? Yes. So you That's guys... an assumption. So, I have so no j- facts. But you guys didn't have to buy new tickets. You guys were just no, grandfathered we just, into the second game. We just got an email that was like, hey, guess what, bozos? <laughs> you got you to go to a free game. <laughs> what up, clown dicks? <laughs> what the, yeah, heck? Said, the hell, <laughs> Yankees? <laughs> I get bullied by the Yankees. Um, my boss says I can't go to any more Yankees games, though, because he's a Yankees fan, and I'm apparently a bad luck charm now. So what are you going to do? I admit, uh, And also, the first game was very low scoring. It was like 0-1 to one through 8 and I go to the bathroom in the Pepsi Lounge, in the famed Pepsi Lounge, and I have the radio call over the, the loudspeakers, and Aaron Judge, of course, goes yard while I'm peeing. <laughs> is that how it always works, dude? What the hell is that about? Actually, you know what? I was in the bathroom when the Mets tied the game. Uh, wow, really? At the at the at the uh, Mets Rockies game. So yeah, there was uh, there was a Let's Go Brand, or maybe it was a Fuck Joe Biden chant. There was a, one of those in the in the Yankees section that we were in, though. Yeah, not great. There's, it's like a, it's okay. a certain subsect. It's like whatever the seven line people are to the Mets. These people were to the Yankees, and they do this thing yes. called the roll call. Are you familiar familiar with the roll call? No, I don't know this. This one section of right field will just start chanting a player's name until they turn around and acknowledge them, and now it's caught on, and all the players are are ready for it, and so they just were sort of like. Did they do it to the away stand. team or just the just just the, the? No, they did some other stuff to the away team though. Oh no, <laughs> not great. Um. 
So it was fun. It was a really great time. We had a blast. Um, Michael and girlfriend had a blast. Um, and then so, our good friends that we talk about all the time, Nate and Holly, White Cheddar himself yeah. and his wife Holly came uh, for the second game. Nice. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. There was I know I'm monologuing. We have some baseball to talk about. But an insane thing happened, though. Um, it we went we we went and got a drink after the game. We had a ton of time left over. We got out early, um, and I went to go buy Miranda and I's drinks and bring them back to the table that we were all sitting at. And I come back and there's this college kid with a joint in his hand, and he's like, "Does anybody want to smoke weed?" And I was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" And his uh, his name was Dave, I believe. His name was Dave or David or something like that. And he had just saw us and wanted to make friends and cold approached us with like marijuana as being the enticing thing. And then just like talk to us for 15 minutes. You know me. I'm not a big. Oh, drop the mic. Not a big smoker. Did not partake. Um, and then he left. And then on Tuesday I uh, or Monday, we had a softball game the following day. I'm walking through the financial district going into Chinatown. Who do I see? I make direct eye contact with fucking Dave, dude. dude in New how York is City. that possible? I know. And I only noticed him. I didn't approach him or anything, but I was like, that looks like Dave. And then he made eye contact with me and then did a, like a, a Bugs Bunny level double take where he was like, what? And, and I was like, I'm not doing this. And I just kept walking. But I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Because I talked to the kid You for ran a while from Dave. I very much ran from Dave. I was like, is Dave stalking me? And then I texted Miranda and she was like, no, he said he works in Fight Eye. I was like, oh, okay. So he was just <laughs> happened to be around. But yeah. One of the weirdest things, he came up to us because he thought we were college kids, which made me feel better about myself turning 30 oh. next month. So, yeah, I look like a college kid, apparently. Hey, you're what? Everyone else was a college kid. And they're like, why are you with your professor? And he points to you. <laughs> What's the professor here, huh? I knew I shouldn't have worn my suit jacket with the elbow <laughs> yes. guards on, whatever that thing's oh. called. And you're oh. sleeping with your student. Miranda's your student. No, no, no. no that's no, not no. true. Brandon. I do know. I won't say uh, names on this, but I did go to college with a girl who ended up marrying her TA. Oh, yeah. That happens while. a lot. Yeah, they're divorced now. It didn't last very oh. long, but yeah. yeah. Well, she I mean, married he, a he had to find a new student. Um, yeah. Do we need to talk baseball? about baseball? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we were talking a little <laughs> okay. bit about baseball, but yeah. We were. This was a lot of baseball themed. We talked yes. about Mets games. We talked about uh, Yankees games. I am going to a Marlins game soon, by the way. Marlins coming to town in three weeks. Oh, wait. I thought you were out of town for that. Oh, no. I'm out of town, town for the, the July games. One. Yes. Wow. I'm in town How many games are you getting ticks for? I think I'm going to try to go to all four since I'm going to miss the other series. Oh my God. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday series. So it's very doable. Wow. Wow. Friday and Saturday are night games. Sunday is an early afternoon game, and so is Monday. Can't believe so you're, going to, you're, you're going to see the Marlins get swept for a game series. <sighs> I mean, Brutal. it's not off the table. That is for <laughs> sure something that could happen. Uh, but hopefully the Mets fans take it easy on me, you know? I think so. I think we will. We're not as, as mean as Yankees fans. I'll say that. I'll tell you what, I'm not starting a fuck Joe Biden chant, so they don't have to worry about that <laughs> happening. Though, who knows? Queens, you never know. Maybe but you then, see somebody. Then Brandon Nimmo looks at you and gives you a nod of the yeah, hat. Yeah, it's like the roll call at the Yankees roll game. roll call, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Brandon, we have no ads this week, I don't think, do we? TBD, I don't know. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pretend we don't have ads. I'm not doing lead-ins, so if we do, guess what? You're just going to hear ads unexpectedly, and that's going to suck for you. Um, but all right, Brandon, we got a lot coming up on this week's episode of the show. we got to talk about the Braves-Phillies four-game series, the Marlins getting swept in two-game series to cross-state Rays. Then we have our classic segments, Feast or Famine, DeGrom of the Week, Feast Fan Questions, still getting used to saying that, upcoming schedule, and feature future fans. But, Brandon, before we get that. Mets lost their second series of the season against the Giants. All's good in New York for both teams right now, it seems. But the Mets had a devastating loss. And I would love to know how it felt 
to be a part of what may end up being the best game of the regular season of Major League Baseball for that Giants-Mets game. I know. Yes, the Mets dropped 2-3. or They won the first game. They had an offensive explosion. But Game 2, the Mets and the Giants had an offensive explosion. Mets ended up dropping the game 13-12. to I logged off. The Mets were losing 8-2. to I was done. I was doing dinner. I was watching David Letterman's new show on Netflix. He's got a new show on Netflix? Yeah, he does the interviews. He interviews people. Oh, yes. He it's, had new like, episodes. it's like therapy with Dave and with celebrities. Yes. Um, Is it good? Was there any good celebs? Uh, weird celebrities for Dave, honestly. Okay. I, right. I was I just watched the Ryan Reynolds episode and it was whatever, it was fine. fine. Um but yeah, and then I see a bunch of texts from my dad and he's like he's like, What the fuck? like there's like three texts like McNeil and then he's like, Oh, Lindor's <laughs> up and my dad hates Lindor, so he's like he's That's gonna fa- strike yeah. out, but he's like, Oh, what unreal because Lindor uh got uh, contributed to the offensive explosion. He finished the finished the comeback when and he made it I think ten to eight. The Mets were down eight to two, and I was like, "What the fuck happened?" So the Mets huge offensive comeback, sim- not not uh, uh, dissimilar, not dissimilar, not dissimilar, yes. not dissimilar to their their comeback against the Phillies, um, ten to eight. Uh, the Mets eventually are leading eleven to eight. I'm like, "Oh, I'm cruising, baby." It's in the eighth inning. Mets made a nice comeback. We're doing good. Drew Smith is in in the eighth. He uh, who's had a pretty nice season. I mean, should probably be pitching a little bit earlier in games out of the bullpen, but had a pretty nice season, two outs, no one on, by the way, Jock Peterson at this point has already had a massive, uh, a massive game. I think he already had two homers at the time. He had two homers. Yeah. Anyway, Jock, Jock Peterson after, uh, I think walking and walking a runner and getting a single Jock Peterson, three run blast ties the game into McCovey Cove, devastating, crazy next next inning dom smith opens up the inning with a triple would have been a homer in every other ballpark except the giants ballpark um triple mets take the lead 12 11 bottom of the ninth edwin diaz two outs no one on similar to the drew smith inning (laughs) the wheels fall off uh jock peterson comes up i think jock jock tied the game brandon crawford walks it off 13 to 12 giants but you know what i was not mad i was not mad because the Mets were out of the game anyway. I had shut it off. It was an exciting game. Obviously, I wish the Mets would have won as a, as a Mets fan. But fun game. That's what baseball is all about. And clearly, Manfred gave the good balls to the Mets-Giants series. Yeah, you scored a combined 25 runs in that game. These balls yes. were bouncing. Dude. There was 30 bouncing. hits in that game. That's in a nine insane. Game. That's insanity. Yeah, it was phenomenal. I caught the. I also got the text of like, uh-oh, Mets comeback happening. So I was. I turned it on on my cell phone. Yeah. Um, it was keeping it was keeping tabs on it. I mean, I don't want to say it, Brandon, but is this the end of the Mets season? <laughs> <laughs> Shut your pie hole. No, but I, you know, I do think so. In game two, Chris Bassett had another bad start. Two bad starts in a row. And he also had a bad start against the Giants earlier in the season at City Field. Yeah. A little worried about that because because our man, he's the number one starter right now. You know, yeah. we mi- we missed it because we were off last week. Max Scherzer. On the IL for six. That's right. Weeks. We weren't able to say anything about that. I didn't even we, think about that. We didn't say a word about it. Scherzer um, out. McGill out. Jake out. Yeah. Jake so, out. McGill should be back in a few weeks in June. Jake, they say the end of June. I don't believe it. Max, I feel like is around the All Star break. Yeah. So the Mets have some time. They have some. They they got to tread some water for a little bit with with this rotation. Chris Bassett, I think will he will uh, come back into form. But, man, I, I am a little worried just because the teams the Mets have coming up. They're playing the Dodgers, the Padres, the Angels, the Phillies, yeah. who have a great offense. They're playing them this, this weekend. So they scored three more runs against the Braves. 
Yeah. Two more runs so, against the Braves, yeah. Yeah, so I'm uh I am concerned in that regard. Um but, you know, the Mets offense came to life though. I, you know, obviously maybe they're getting the good balls, but the Mets scored 13 runs in the first game, 12 runs in the second game. Bonkers, so, dude. Well, yeah. you have a you have a sizable lead in the division right now. So it's really yes. not like But as be... we know, it can slip away quickly. That's true. I mean, who knows better than the Mets, but I I, I do get the anxiety. Is there any chance that you make a trade, you think, for a pitcher? I don't think at this point, because I think you'd be paying a premium at this point this early in the season. And also, you know, we think of teams that are out of it. It's like the Reds, uh, the Tigers. You could get Um, Luis Castillo from the Reds, right? Is he still on the Reds? Yeah, that's that's been the rumor. Castillo or or I think Maul is the other guy on the Reds. Um, But I, I don't think right now. And also, like, the Mets will have options and David Peterson's done a good job filling in. So the Mets, you know, the back end of the rotation is looking a little shaky, but they do yeah. have Carrasco. They have Tywin Walker. They have Bassett, which is like a normal, pretty good rotation. They just don't yeah, have the, for sure. the superstars. And yeah, they don't have the best Max the and Jake. kind of shit. Yeah. So yeah, I feel no good. Marlins level staff. Yeah. I feel good. I mean, as long as, you know, there's no injuries to the offense, I think they can tread water. If the Mets finish June 500, I wouldn't be happy, but I would take it. I would yeah, take it dude, with that what? schedule. That's, of course. I would take it. Take it, and also that would just absolutely keep you in first place in the division, probably by a fairly hefty margin, too. Yeah, if you're seven games now, like the Braves are about to lose to the Phillies, so then the, I think they're going to switch places in the standings if that happens. Also, I shouldn't say that. Last time we talked about a game that was going on in, in the division uh, live on the podcast, we looked like whatever the opposite of Nostradamus is. Nostradamus. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the worst psychic in the world. How do you world. say that backwards, Nostradamus? Dramana? <laughs> You're you're so confident. You came in so quickly on that. No, you you set me up to look like a bozo there, Brandon. What was that all about? Yeah, moron. Um, I I, I do think that uh, that you do make a trade for a pitcher at some time this season, though. Yeah. I mean, I think think the Mets need to make trades in the bullpen. Bullpen, you think, is where the I mean, Trevor May is going to come back, but it's like we probably need another high-leverage lefty. Yeah. You know, Edwin Diaz has done pretty well, but he's still blown a couple saves like any closer does. Like Liam Hendricks has, has blown a handful of saves, too. Even the good ones blow saves. Everybody always says whenever they start talking shit about Edwin Diaz on uh, on Mets Twitter, everybody's like, look at this strikeout percentage. Look at the K percentage. Oh, yeah, a guy with a 50% K percentage sucks, huh? No, you guys are so defensive over Edwin Diaz. I'm not defensive over Edwin Diaz. I'll, I'll not take you. it. You, I also take – I also – you're not like – Twitter, Perpetually yeah. online Mets Twitter guy, yeah, yeah which yeah. is a lot of the people that I see on my timeline. So yeah, yeah, I feel like you're you know, secret, you're secretly involved in Mets Twitter. I'm involved. In, I was talking about this to Peter. I'm involved in all the Twitters. I like don't yeah. mute people. I don't blo- block words. I'm like I, I'm not going to be able to watch every game of every team in the division. So the only way that I'm going to be able to have my like my fingers on the pulse and the keeping yeah. the temperature of the fan base is if if I see their tweets. And yes, is it annoying sometimes? Uh, for sure. But, you know, it keeps me informed. Um, what happened to the, the AAA starter that you brought up to... Was he a kid? What was the deal? I was texting you about yeah, that. Yeah, so Thomas Zapuki. Zapucky? Zapucky. Zip, more like Great Zapoopy. Last name. Z- yeah, Thomas like, Zapoopy. Yeah, like Zapoopy. <laughs> yeah, so he he came up and pitched like a couple innings in relief yeah. last year. He was he was like a top 100... Pro- he was like, I think, ranked 75th prospect in like oh, shit. 16 so, or something. Oh, okay. But so he fell off. Tons off. of injuries. He had like the ulnar transposition surgery or something like that. Classic um, Zapoopy, dude. Classic, classic Zapoopy. But yeah, he just obviously imploded with... with uh, uh, you know, giving up bombs to Jock Peterson again. And I think, uh, yeah. dude, Peterson's on fire. He hit another one today, I think. Really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
that's that's the issue is the Mets back end of the rotation. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. Trevor Williams is probably going to slide in there until McGill comes back. But uh, okay, yeah, you we'll see. see that. But uh, it it's just it's come back to earth for the Mets starting rotation a little bit. I think Bassett and Carrasco and Taiwan will hold their own. But uh, but yeah, that a little worried sense. there. But I feel you good gotta, about the, I feel good about the offense. Mets, you know, Lindor had a nice series. Um, he was slumping for a bit, which is a little worrisome. But uh, he still uh, is like one like one of the top five in every offensive statistic for shortstop. So I was yeah, it. I was I was reading a tweet from Michael Mayer, who's a great follow if you're interested in Mets land, amazing. Follow Shout him. out to Michael Mayer. I think he's an he's an editor for Metsmerized, I believe. Oh, cool. Um, How do yeah, you spell he, him? Uh, I want to give this ad out. Mike. Well, his his handle on Twitter is at Mike Mayer M A Y E R twenty two on Twitter. Um, He's a great follow. Highly recommend. Oh, I'm already following him. Executive editor at Metsmerized. Yeah, there you go. Mets Miners. Co-host of Metsmerized podcast. Member of, I think this is a writer's union? Internet Internet Baseball Writers Association of America. Yeah, they got... They have a baseball internet writers union? They got unionized, baby. That's, I mean, good for them. That's insane, though. Not a place that I would have thought that happening. Also, apparently, Francisco Alvarez went four for four today with a double and two home runs. Yes, he did. A little monster boy. But yeah, so Lindor, uh, Mike Mayer tweeted this. uh, Lindor ranks among MLB shortstops. He's first in runs with 31, second in RBI with 33, second in walk percentage, 10.2 walk percentage, um, 0.193 ISO, fourth, 1.6 F war, Fangraph's war. Fifth, uh, the 1.2, or excuse me, not 1.126 1, 1, WRC plus. So pretty good, pretty good, uh, stats there. Stat arena. I think, I think I didn't mean to do this. I promise. And it's not on the rundown for the audience members that might not believe us, but I teed you up for that perfectly. Cause that's the tweet that I was referencing. We're on really? each other's brains, bro. What's the brain meld going on here? This is, we're connected. We're connected. Also, this is like I went from being a bad improviser for us to having a brain meld live on the pod. So, you know, that's pretty We're cool. mind melding without hey, let's even each, doing it. Let's each make eye contact and say a word at the same time until okay. we try to come up with the Sounds same good. word. Are you let's ready? All right. Yeah. You got a word? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Baseball. Trajectory. No. Oh, wait. Okay. That's pretty good, though. Trajectory, Trajectory. baseball. Okay. All right. You got, you got another one? Uh. Yeah, it has to, the rules are for people that are listening. Yeah, sorry, be, we started playing an improv game live on the podcast. <laughs> it has to be the word that connects it, right? So yeah, so we page. try. We, we both hear two words. So we both hear trajectory and baseball, and then we have to try to guess what the next word the other person is going to say. See the similarities between the two words, and we say it. There's a there's an easy one right here that I that I, I know think, there is. A, um, there's an easy okay. one here. As, okay. as though we weren't dorky enough that we had a fucking baseball, division-specific baseball podcast. Now we're doing improv games live on the podcast. <laughs> okay, what is it? What is it? What is it? It's, All right, you uh, ready? Uh, no, okay. but okay. Do you know the idea of what I'm talking about? Yes, I know the idea, but I can't okay. like... Okay, okay. Okay, you, you think you got it? Mm, we'll see. Okay, three, two... two. One launch angle. That launch angle. We're close though. We're close. Launch angle. Okay. All right. So now, okay, I got mine. Why are you so quick at this? Launch angle. I said sports science. Probably should have been one word. I probably. uh, This is also the last round. We can't do this for. (laughs) (laughs) We should do this for an hour. Okay. Launch angle. Sports science. Um. Uh. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. I don't know. Got it. No, let's do it. There's a good one. There's a good one. I think all mine are great. Have you noticed that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so smart. I think I see the similarities between these two things. All right, ready? Okay, Three, yeah. two, two, one. one. 
analytics. ISO. Oh, okay. Oh. I said ISO, which is sort of okay. That. Okay, All we right. got it. We're close. Well, now We're... you know how to play the game. Play with your friends. It's a fun drinking game, honestly, too. If you're really that's our ad for this week, bar. everyone. That's our, yeah, that's our ad is improv games. Buy the board um, game, the NL Feast board game. <laughs> my dad wanted uh, gave me a great idea when I first moved to New York, and I never went through with it because UCB had the industry in a chokehold already. But trying to um, teach improv at big businesses in the city in like Manhattan. And oh uh, yeah, dude. Our mutual friend just did that for Google. Wow, that's the one cool. that works with Miranda. Oh, that's awesome. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing um, that now, making like five hundred bucks in three hours. Dude, yeah, I did that a little bit in Florida for corporate Burger King. Whoa, hell yeah, dude! Florida would be the perfect place to do that because that's there's nobody doing it down there. I'm sure, dude. The people because they they got like people at a certain branch. So it was like the corporate people. Then they were with like the workers from Burger King, the mar- and they were okay, so yeah. disinterested. It was very funny. That is fun. How much did you make bank? Yeah, they're pretty good. I wasn't making yeah. Google money, but yeah, it was yeah, good. yeah. Okay, dude, that's awesome. I, we should move to like Missouri and do this. Yeah, and then we, like... they're they're gonna crucify us like witches. It's gonna be Salem. <laughs> Burn these improvisers at the stake. <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny. Um, Not all right, that Bradley. everyone in Wyoming or Montana. You say Montana. Not that yeah, everyone is, Missouri, uh, is Missouri, backwards. Yeah, Missouri. Yeah, Not that yeah, everyone's whatever. backwards. I don't whatever. think I, Brandon. We barely have people listening in the states that we cover. I don't think we need to worry That's about true. a random person in Missouri listening to the Dude, podcast. Dude, all the Cardinals fans that listen to me so mad right now. <laughs> yeah, um, we started off with a bunch of uh, which a bunch of anti uh, like super far right shit, and then we're gonna yeah. go into the <laughs> everybody in Missouri is burning people. Um, all right, moving right along, Brandon. The Braves and Phillies played a four game series. I think that it split right they split well the if the phillies win tonight it's it's split as we're recording okay. the, the phillies and braves are playing the fourth okay, game wait. of the series i'm not nostradamus right now home that's not something psychics do uh phillies are gonna win so they split the series okay three nothing yeah. bottom of the seventh phillies so yeah we're talking like i wish it was like 12 three braves i'm gonna turn the i'm gonna turn the podcast off and then it's gonna immediately they're gonna hit four grand slams or something immediately immediately um yeah so the phillies you know it looks like they're gonna split the series possibly phillies bullpen still coming in but uh they had some questionable defensive plays yeah did you, did you see these yeah i saw these pretty oh, impressive brutal, man. it's really game, great that they're they're living up to their reputation they really are i mean in game two roman quinn and nick castellanos got crossed up in the outfield uh, probably Quinn's ball. He dropped it. Um, it would have been a routine fly ball. Um, but it, uh, instead of – I put to win the game. That's not correct. But instead of uh, just it being a routine sack fly, Ronald Acuna made it to second base, right? Isn't that what happened? Or am I getting yes. that confused with the other No, one? I think that's right. I think that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, made second base, ended up being the winning run in the game uh, when it would have just been a routine sack, sack fly, one out, no one on. So brutal, just brutal. And then their other center fielder in in game three, yesterday's game, uh, JT Real Muto throws a little crazy trying to get um, Mm -hmm. Danzy Swanson from uh, out at second. We haven't done this all season. Blondesby Blondesman. Oh my God. We forgot about that. (laughs) We had a bit. We forgot about it. Blondesby Blondesman. Thursby Thorsten. (laughs) Um, But uh, a ball got, got past three defenders Ending on Odubel Herrera in center field, just going under his glove, just full Bill Buckner action, <laughs> going to the wall. Uh, God damn it! Yeah, and that's then, insane. I think that was Dansby. Uh, was that Dansby as well? I think yeah. I think Dansby um, ended up scoring on that. My God, man! 
Just these brutal. Phillies, dude. The benefactor, Dansby Swanson. <laughs> I tried to say his real name. I'm still doing the bit over here. Dansby Swanson, the benefactor of all of this bad defense by the Phillies, man. Pretty yes. impressive. Yes, Him, yes, yes. So uh, who do you think is the better team right now? Braves or Phillies? Yeah, Braves or Phillies. Uh, I, I know the Braves have their struggles, but I think you got to go with the Braves. Yeah, I mean, the, the, Braves, the Phillies yeah. have the power. They have Zach Wheeler. They have Harper, who's been on fire. Yeah. But uh, even though man, he can't throw, he's still hitting. Thank God the for the bullpen's universal DH, dude. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The bullpen's extremely questionable. I mean, uh, I know people were questioning Girardi because they, I think in game two, he avoided bringing in Alvarado to face yeah. a group of righties. But then he they brought him in to face Austin Riley and immediately gave up a homer. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I know they, yeah, they brought in, I think, Norwood in like high leverage spots when like um, Sir Anthony was, was available. So... Oh God! We talk yeah. about great baseball names on this podcast. Great baseball last name, Sir Anthony is phenomenal. That's his first name, Sir Anthony Dominguez. You're right. Yes, yes. sorry. That's, yes, that's still, last, still still a great first name. It sounds like yeah. It sounds like you're being greeted formally every time somebody says your Sir name, Sir Anthony. Sir Anthony. <laughs> should I start doing that for you, calling you Sir Brandon? Yes, that, Sir that Brandon. Should, it doesn't sound as good as Sir Anthony. It definitely doesn't. What's another good name? Sir Sam? Sir Sam just sounds like an actual, like another name. Sir Sam sounds like a bad pizza place in Missouri, actually. <laughs> yeah, Sir Sam is a Game of Thrones character. <laughs> yeah. But he's, uh, fr- he's from Brooklyn, and he's eating bagel. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm the one with the water bottle in the background. I'm hanging out yeah. with Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wasn't Aaron Rodgers in an episode of Game of Thrones, too? Noah Syndergaard was as well. Wow, dude. Damn, yeah. they were really just, just letting people do whatever they wanted on yes. that show. Wait, shocker that they didn't have a good ending if they're just letting anybody off they wanted I never, to I've never on. seen one episode. Wow, really? I don't like medieval I, shit. I, yeah, you're not. I just did the Lord, uh, Lord of the Rings. I watched all three Lord of the Rings over like a How few was weekends. Oh, I remember you did that, yeah. Yeah, and then the, we, the final one, my group of friends that I was watching with insisted on doing the extended version of Return of the King, the final one. How long do you think it is? Four hours? Four and a half hours. You we know, got I, through. We got I, through the first two hours, and I said we have a whole other movie left. <laughs> this is insane. You know, I scoff at that, but I watch. I I watched all of the Beatles documentary. Yeah, that's Jackson true. Did. Although it wasn't in one sitting, it was across a few nights. But I was about to say you probably watched four and a half David Letterman interviews in the last week. So that's true. About the same. That's yeah. true. That's I uh, I I did watch Game of Thrones. I watched. I didn't watch it live with everybody. I think I did the first season and then never picked it back up. And then when I had my hernia surgery, I was bed bound and I watched the first three or four seasons, then never finished it. Um, and then when I moved to New York City, one of my good friends, Chris, he was um, he was a super big Game of Thrones guys. And it was the final season and they were having people over on Sunday nights to watch. So I just go and hang out and do that. Um, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun because I didn't really care. I wasn't emotionally invested, but I was surrounded by a lot of people that were incredibly <laughs> emotionally invested. And Chris was That's like funny. throwing his arms in the air. I was like, I can't believe they're doing this. I can't believe this. Is and how you're it like, ends. oh, I can't believe. And I was oh, like, oh, what? no. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, I watched the only up. good seasons of this show. And now <laughs> you had to force yourself to this. But uh, anyway, so those Phillies, dude. <laughs> the Phillies, even though they're going to split the series, uh, most likely with the Braves. I don't know, man. They, yeah. They're just like they're a little exhausted exhausting to watch and they're they're a 500 ball club at best i think listen if they maybe if they it, it's funny how both the marlins and the phillies made the same mistake of not getting a center fielder now i know yeah. mickey moniak who had a great spring training like if he was healthy you know he may have been tearing it up right now in center field and doing a great job i don't know possible yeah who do you but uh i'm looking at the nl wild card standings right now it's san diego st louis and san francisco who do you think is the second team below them 
Like, who do you think's knocking on the door to get in? You're never going to believe this. Uh, is it Colorado? No, Colorado's uh, four games out and two games out from this team. It's not an NL East team, I assume, by how you're... It's not an NL East team. Braves are in second, three and a half games back. It's not Arizona. It's not Cincinnati. It's, it's Arizona. Reds. Arizona. Dalton Arizona. Varsho. <laughs> See? This, this, is, this is our mission this year is to tell everyone that the Diamondbacks are good. I th- it makes, first off, makes the Marlins look better. All, dude, honestly, we should... Is there a Diamondbacks podcast? Should we just pivot? There's got to be a Diamondbacks podcast. I know Jake on uh, Talking Baseball is a big Snakes guy. He considers himself like a secondary uh, Diamondbacks fan. But outside Dude, of that, I don't know. Hey, if someone would pay us, I would go full Snakes in you, five seconds. You said that. You're like, if somebody will pay us, Brandon, we're, big, we're getting paid. We hit the fucking lottery. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying if someone would pay us, if we were the premier. Like it was our job. If, 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 if uh, on the Dimebacks broadcast, if they're like, listen to the snake pod. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, that's yeah, that's what I, I'm talking about. No, we, no, I, I enjoy our, our network here, and we do get yes, paid. But I'm saying yes. snake pod, sign me up, dude. Yeah, no, you I get you. You want, like, full-time salary is what you're saying. You want to be, like, then yes, you would I, sell your soul. I want that Dalton Varsho salary, yeah, all right? You want I want that you want Paven cr- Smith salary. <laughs> you want that Caleb Smith salary? <laughs> is Caleb Smith yeah. on there too? Yeah, he's on the diamond. Haven and Caleb. Oh my god! I know that uh, that Zach Gallon salary. I've exhausted that all the names. That Cattell Marte salary. Yeah, there's one more. That okay. Madison Bumgarner salary. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That Merrill Kelly salary. Damn, dude. You're Mark Melanson salary. Is he still on Diamondbacks? I thought he left. No, he's there. Yeah. Him and is Ian Kennedy? Ian on the Kennedy salary. Yeah. Okay. This is <laughs> this is embarrassing that we know this many Diamondbacks. I think I, think I got into the same conversation with Peter on the on the podcast. Oh, too. Nick Ahmed salary. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um. Yeah. It goes. So Arizona's two games back. Atlanta's three and a half games back. Colorado four games back. So there is a world where th- four of five of the NL West teams get into the playoffs. Because San Diego, San Francisco, and Arizona are either all in it or only two games back. That's insane. I, I'm going to predict. I I do think there'll be two teams in the NL East that make it. I don't think it's going to. I I feel like the Braves will prop. Their Braves have to sneak in, right? I know maybe they yeah. get the World Series hangover, but it's like I feel like Still. the Braves have got to sneak in They've somehow, won right? Two in a row. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but we are also. Um, which one of the three then falls out? San Diego, St. Louis, or San Francisco? You've got to think it's St. Louis at least, right? Or San Francisco. I mean, you they're, think so? they're, they're a good team, but it also, I mean, you, you can't. On paper, they still don't make sense to me. You no. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, a little Marlins-esque with their pitching, honestly. Um, all right, Brandon. We can finally talk about the Marlins getting swept in a two-game series to the cross-state Rays. Now, you want to talk about the Jesus Sanchez diving play error well i just thought it connected nicely to the roman quinn of double herrera i got a story for you it's let's it's sam's gambling corner again so some one of the fun things to do if you really just want a quick surge of adrenaline is to put 10 bucks on a a prop bet called that's an acronym for nrfi is the acronym for no runs in the first inning Mm -hmm. so you you just hold your breath you watch the first six outs and you pray that they don't score and if they do you're fucked if they don't you win i put $15 $15 on no runs scored in the first inning of the Marlins Rays game. Marlins go up, three up, three down. Great. Rays go up, think two up, two down, one up, one down. There's definitely an out. And then the Kiermeyer hit happens. For those who are unaware, don't watch every Marlins game. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer, the fastest Ray and also the most well paid Ray, hit a. And handsomest. 
And definitely the hunkiest. Well, Tyler Glass now probably wants a word. Oh yeah, but he's yeah. he's injured. Right? So. That's true. He's on. Uh, yeah, he's on the IL, so he doesn't yeah. count. Um, hits what should be a bloop single into center field. Jesus Sanchez does this weird lurch thing where it's like, is he going to pull up and just keep it in front of him? Is he going to dive? Well, you know, of course he dives. Uh, balls go. Ball goes past him. Kiermaier uses his speed to get an in the park home run. Worst part of it was that if Jacob Stallings had caught the throw from shortstop Eric Gonzalez, he would have been out. But Stallings bumbles the throw from the shortstop, and uh, yep, it's an inside the park home run. Sam's out fifteen bucks. <laughs> Isn't that wow. just so funny? Did you watch this live? I watched it live. Of course, I watched it live. How'd you react? What was your reaction? Let me let me hear it. See, uh, there was no audible reaction. I think I was with Miranda, and she gives me she already tells me in, uh, too many times that I get too emotional about sports. So she she tells I try to reel it in a little bit, unless it's the playoffs or a Dolphins game, because there's only like what 17 of those um but yeah dude yeah that was pretty pretty painful that was pretty painful it was one of those things i was talking to peter about this where like you knew the game was over like obviously the game wasn't over yes. but it was like you deflated a balloon the mom- it, like, when, the, when the momentum switches you can feel the strongly. momentum switch you know and it's like almost like the mets 13 12 loss when diaz put two people on and jock peterson was up the momentum, even you though the Mets are still leading then, it's like, you know, after you the know. game yeah. You so know. you just know. And then, um, the, then the Marlins give up five in the first inning. After that, Cody uh, Poteet, or as I like to call him, Cody Poopteet. Oh, Zapuki. 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 We got two poop references to starting pitchers. Um, uh, yeah, just, you know, play bad, and they scored five runs in the first, and Randy Rosarena finally has come back around as to yep. his World Series form against the Marlins, and it's just, yeah, not great. McClanahan shut down. Uh, McClanahan was fun to watch. That kid can yeah, throw. That kid can throw. He's got nasty stuff. Um, and then, yeah, the Harold Ramirez revenge game. <laughs> that was so brutal. And then this guy, this big YouTube uh, baseball YouTuber, Fuzzy, is that a guy you're familiar with? No, I don't know. He's a goober, but he seems like a sweet kid. He puts up content all the time. Um, I mean, we're goobers, Brandon. We got no stones to throw. Uh, He was like, the Rays always do this. They pull somebody out of nowhere. And they posted his baseball savant page. It's like all red. And he's he's hitting like 300. And I just, of course he is. Of course he is. Why wouldn't he? I have a great Harold Ramirez story, though. Remember that Hasidic steakhouse he used to work at? Yes. In Brooklyn? I, uh... I was folding silverware or doing some bullshit when I was there and I was watching the twins Marlins game on my phone and I was with a coworker who was just like, whatever, I'll sit down and watch with you while we're eating or I forget what we're doing. Um, and Harold Ramirez had a walk off home run and I was like, this rules. Yeah, let's go. My coworker's like, Oh cool. Maybe baseball's fun. And I was like, maybe the Marlins aren't bad. This is 2019. Uh, and yeah, that's my Harold Ramirez story. Obviously he has a lot more moments for the Marlins than that, but that's the most memorable. Uh, one I thought me. your coworkers would be like, I know that guy. That's what I thought was coming. No, it was a much more basic story. (laughs) Arguably a bad story, Brandon. Who's to say? Who's to say? Um, Yeah, and then, yeah, lost. We have the worst baseball record in May. Yeah, that's true. I see the rundown. Worst record in all of May. We have lost, it's either 12 or 14 one-run games this year. Yeah. How do you do that? I mean, I I know how you do it. A sleepy offense and, and a bullpen that blows games, right? The two things that you got that was not fixed. The two fish. things we talked about. In our defense, they did try to fix it. They just signed the wrong free agent previous brave. Well, they yeah, and they <laughs> well, they, yeah. they signed the discount. Yeah, they signed the discount versions. You know what we should have done, and this has been kind going around Marlins Twitter all the time. Is we should have just signed fucking Starling Marte. 
the fact that we let we traded him. I mean, we wouldn't have Lazardo now, but we have enough the starting pitching. We should have just signed Marte because he <laughs> yeah, signed. You, you wouldn't have an average lefty now. <laughs> no, no, he also would have. Uh, I think he would have signed for the same deal we got Abasel Garcia for, who's been an abomination. He's always bouncing back and forth between the Mendoza line. He can't do anything. He's not hitting for yeah. power at all. I mean, all. the man lives in Miami in the offseason. Bad move. Yeah. Bad, bad move. We bad really move. blew it. Um, even though you claimed Marte was washed. <laughs> hey, well, now. we'll see. I, hey, man, I, this is year one in a four-year contract. We'll see. That's a great point. That's we're, a great we're, point. We're going to have a 35-year-old Lindor and a 37. He won't be 35, but we'll have something close to that and 37-year-old yeah. uh, Marte, so we'll see. Do you think we'll still be doing the podcast in four years? Wow. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, well, it's going to be a Diamondbacks podcast, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we will. I think there's not going to be a reason for us to stop unless yeah. one of us like really settles down. And I don't see either of us doing that anytime <laughs> immediately. So, no. um, I mean, unless, you know, we become real snake hounds and we're just... <laughs> That's true, yeah. Or we finally moved to Missouri or wherever the fuck we were talking about. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, thing. I'm gonna say in four years we're gonna be calling Diamondbacks games professionally. <laughs> I think that if we could make that'd be the fastest rise to fame. <laughs> the fastest also, rise. They would, they would really have to go back through the archives and listen to all the bad stuff. We haven't said offensive things, but we're just no, bad at our just dumb, job. dumb yeah, things. Dumb. You really want to be the, the oh blah blah blah. See, great example. The Diamondbacks broadcast would have live improv games on it. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. All right, so the Diamondbacks are losing six to nothing. <laughs> Zip zap, Zip zaps up. Um, I uh, I was listening to the the Mets broadcast the other day, and Keith brought, said something along the lines of, "So, what do you guys think of ketchup?" <laughs> I love Keith. I, I love like, this Keith. rules. Baseball is the funniest sport in the world. I think it really is the funniest sport. Does that yeah. make sense to you? The funniest, the funniest yeah. like mate of the major sports. Yeah, of the big three, big four. Soccer. Hockey's pretty funny, but the hockey's but funny. Hockey's yeah. funny. Hockey's funny because um, they they allow them to fight. That's that's something when oh, Miranda found out her head exploded. She had no idea that was going on, that the refs were just letting yeah, players fight. That's pretty – yeah, and the refs just like come really close to them and they're just like, okay, is this too violent? Yeah, that's pretty funny. And also, <laughs> and like, the, it's funny because the refs not having, like, big gear like a yeah. – or, like, it looks like that they're, um, like, Olympic skaters. You know yes. what I'm saying? When they like no, I know exactly there. what you're saying. Yeah. Um, like, woo, woo, woo. But also, also NFL's funny too because they're like bump bump ba da dum dum. It's like yes. this is the gridiron, and then yeah. it's just like it's timeouts like every five seconds. So also, football fans are the funniest. Football fans are like I was at one point part of the Facebook page for Miami Dolphins, and it was yeah. it's it's this. It's like the dark web. <laughs> it's like if boomers it's figured out the dark web. Yeah. It's 4chan <laughs> sports, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, except no good memes and everybody's like, would you trade Tua for Tom Brady and four first-round <laughs> picks? And it's like, dude, what? Yeah. yeah that when, in what world? <laughs> just, yeah, just the most idiotic. It would be like the the baseball equivalent of me being like, we should trade Jesus Sanchez for Mike Trout. Has anybody thought about that before? <laughs> Posting that on a fucking Which Facebook is, page. Which if is, we, if we went on Twitter and searched that right now, we'd find it. We'd find that. Absolutely, we'd find that. All right, Brandon, we got to move on. We're really we're really dragging our feet here today. Um, we got Feaster Feminch. Batch, batch, bat, bat, bat. Um, all right, Brandon, why don't you lead us first? Give us the feast. Bryce Harper, even though his arm injury is UCL minor tear, I think, um, mm-hmm. the dude's raking in May. Um, I think his slash line is 394, 421, 831 slash line, seven homers, 17 RBI, WRC plus of 241. My man is... Raking, he He's hit a raking. Um, even though Rake the Phillies, uh, even though the uh, the Phillies end up losing on on the aforementioned Roman Quinn uh, bobble in the outfield, he did hit a two run homer off Kenley Jansen to give the Phillies a lead temporarily. And I think game one, 
Um, or game two. Um, but yeah, Harper raking right now. Um, it's cool to see that he can power through. Obviously, you want to see him in the outfield. I'm sure the Phillies fans want to see him in the outfield over Castellanos and Schwarber combo. But uh, but yeah, very cool that, that he's powering through and he's doing bang, bang, bang job. A bang, bang job. I uh, I agree. I br- it's got... It's just- <laughs> God damn it! It's the same way that uh that when Acuna is hurt, you're like you just want to see him play. And Bryce is a yep. good defender. He's an above average defender. So I think that's reason enough. It's kind of wild though. Thank God for I know we kind of threw. Uh, I should have waited to talk about that until right now. But uh, it's kind of wild that this this affected the division so much. The Universal DH this quickly, where an MVP level player is um, is able to still play baseball because the DH got implemented in the National League. Like that's great. We need more of that. This is one of the reasons yeah. we're talking about it. Though I'm going to be honest, I never would have thought there would have been an injury where a player could not field and throw, but could bat still. It doesn't I make sense to me. Like, Don't know yeah. how that works. It doesn't make sense to me. We need but sports science to look into it. We do. Brandon, I did it again. I, uh, I, I pimped what I thought was... That didn't really pimp, but I watched what I thought was going to be a home run in a softball game, and it hit the fence. <laughs> again? I did it again, yeah. Oh, my God. I I'm think, impressed, though, that... I'm hitting I'm the fence. That's impressive. I, yeah. I I I had in in my softball game on Sunday. I made an amazing play for me. Let's I mean, go. Let's hear it. I made a little shoestring catch in the outfield. I've ran towards it. It was coming in shallow. Love that. A little shoestringer. Um, and then I finally hit a ball hard, but it was foul, and I was so mad because I've not <laughs> been hitting a ball it? hard this year. I, yeah, I pulled it down like yeah, yeah past the third baseline, and I was so mad because it was I like hit it really quickly and hard, and I was like, oh my god, I can do it. Best normally contact yet. I have like a slower swing and it's yeah. frustrating. We're not um, athletes, Brandon. We talked about that We're not that athletes. Already. We're um, not athletes. Fam, famine for this week. Nationals. I know Nationals. We're showing you guys. We're not really showing you love here, but Joe Ross <laughs> is not has, love. This is the has an arm injury that's that's a little vague as of our record today, but uh, not good. Does not look good. Looks like it's, it's pretty serious and he's not going to be pitching for a while. So that's the last thing the Nationals need is more more injuries, injuries and, and issues especially on a rehab rotation. assignment. That's bullying. That's borderline yeah. bullying to have a, more injuries in a rehab assignment. Like, <sighs> sorry, I know. Guys. So, sorry. Hey, sorry, squad. You know what I mean? <laughs> sorry, squad. Sorry, <laughs> Fetty heads. It's Eric Fetty, your bust. <laughs> um, all right, Brandon. We're moving right along to the Doug Ramadawi. Charlie Morton. Charlie, Charlie Morton. Morton, his 300th start of his career. He started his career with the Braves and had, got his 300th start back with the Braves. Didn't we pitch that. great against the Phillies. I think four <laughs> and a third innings. Um, okay. I think four runs given up, but that's okay. Great career. We love the man. He's a nice guy. Charlie Morton, 300th career start. Congratulations to you, sir. We love you. We want to give you a kiss. <laughs> we want to give you a kiss. Yeah, what do you think of that, Charlie? Hey, pucker up, Charlie. You just won the Gromit a week. What if we got to kiss everybody who won the Gromit a week? But we have to try, so we have to run on the field and try yeah, to kiss them? Yeah, we have to. That's part mm-hmm. of this. That's, we would be arrested We'd be eight immediately. times in eight weeks. Yeah, Immediately. <laughs> immediately. Immediately. Or I guess each of us, we, maybe we could like just kiss on behalf of the whole podcast, you know, so maybe only four times in what eight if weeks. We were trying, what if we got an autograph and like, Charlie, can we kiss you on the cheek? Like you were getting an autograph from him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Okay. Um, I, uh, I'm i just thinking about how we both fucking hate doing these rundowns. It's just like an annoying thing that we have to do that's part, uh-huh. just part of the podcast. But if instead every week, instead of switching off making a rundown, we had to switch off flying somewhere and kissing a stranger. Getting a stranger on the field. You thought we complained already. Sorry, got to go out of town for business. <laughs> We're like the seven line, but way yeah, worse. But, <laughs> yes, but but asking players to kiss, <laughs> if we can kiss them on the cheek. Um, Brandon, we got some fan questions today. 
We've uh, Fe- this feast fan questions. Feast fan questions. We don't have a. Did we come up with a fake song for this one? No, no fake song. I think it would go like feast fan questions. Feast yeah, I like that. I like that. That's good. Feast fan um, questions. At just Marlins ass is specifically for you, sir. Mm, um, yeah. Are the Marlins sellers yet? Should they be looking to twenty twenty three? So this is something I talked to Peter. As the, if this was the bingo game of the day, then any time I mention the locked on Marlins guest appearance I made, then take a take a bingo card or whatever. Bingo take, a, take a shot of a bingo card. Take a shot of a bingo card. Um, that Pablo Lopez should. What would a Pablo Lopez trade look like hypothetically? Because he's having a potentially career season. Um, he's we he, we went to arbitration with us and we won so he, we're probably not in good standing with him by any imagination he's only making two and a half million dollars right now i think 2.4 exactly um and yeah, i uh i think we'll see how these series go i think you have the upcoming series we have the braves and then we have the rockies and then we have the giants and if those all go badly and there's a good chance they do and we're 10 games back of the division and seven games out of the wild card, and we're we're starting to round into June. Yeah, dude, the Marlins could be sellers at the deadline, and I, I hate that. That makes me so mad. <laughs> it's just like with the exception of the uh, with the exception of the the playoff season, the COVID season. Like we've been sellers at the deadline for a decade, so not quite a decade, but you know, on and off every every year. But uh, yeah, enough that it can ruffle some feathers, dude. And consider my feathers ruffled, okay? I'm like I'm like Ruffles chips. Yeah, I'm feeling ruffled if we do if we're selling at the trade deadline again. So, do I think it's going to happen? I I'd say there's a 35% chance the Marlins are not sellers at the deadlines, they're buyers, and I'd say wow, that there's a 65% 35%. chance. Yeah. Okay. If you had asked me before May, I would have said the exact opposite. I'd said there's a 25% chance they're sellers at the deadline, but we had the worst yeah. May in all so of you baseball. Think, so, you think they would sell Pablo at 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 his highest value. Well, who else do we sell? It's Solaire. Like what? He's not he's batting two hundred, yeah. but he's got pop. But like he's batting yeah, two hundred. Yeah, but, pe- but people might buy it just because like, can he do the same thing he can did he do last year again? for us? What if you we, know? what if we traded it back to the Braves? That'd be so funny. Yeah, and then he breaks, and then and you then of course he goes. Yeah. Um, what do you think? You think the Marlins will be maybe maybe one maybe one of the first basemen maybe Garrett Cooper Aguilar maybe yeah Aguilar for sure that's definitely an option he's one of the higher paid players yeah anyone that's uh, one of the more veteran. Dudes yeah. might be uh, especially because be... oh, that's a good that's a good answer because one of the the first base position is clogged and we don't have Lee Diaz coming up one yep. of our better minor league guys so yep, yep, yep. Um, all right Brandon next question we have Patrick Kennedy at PLKDC asks after his team was all caps swept in the Citrus series and given the Rays all caps dominance of the Marlins all time is Sam now embarrassed to show his face in his home state Jeez, You're brutal first clowned. off first off brutal. Uh, PK, what you doing, man? What are you coming from my throat for? Am I embarrassed to show my face in my home state? My home state would be blessed to have a man of my caliber in it. <laughs> That's what I have to say to that. <laughs> I agree. You're the yeah. next Ron DeSantis. That's what I, we all say. That's <laughs> what we thrive for. Yeah, we're striving <laughs> That's for that. Exactly. Um, exactly what you want. Do you ever get this thing where, like, just because of how drastically different fashion can be in major cities compared to smaller cities, where if you go home to Florida or wherever your parents are, and uh, I guess they're in Nashville, so it's probably a little different, mm-hmm. but that you get weird looks for how you dress? Dude, I, I felt weird in Denver, actually, because Denver, they dress like, ma- like mountain they dress bros. Like, they dress mountain like bros. fucking REI models, yeah. Yeah, they're mountain bros there. They wear, yeah. you know, they got like fleece shit and like, they're like trucker hats. It's like a little southern infused, a little yeah. mountain infused. It's like it's like cold weather craft brewery guys. Yes, and I yeah. and I dress like I live in New York or LA. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So like I I've I've got like my hip Mets jacket on and I feel like a little <laughs> like 
Is hey. it foster the people? That's what I feel like. So yes, to answer your question, Neil. Uh, one time, this is a very funny anecdote. My uh, my good friend and old roommate Austin. He's a he's a spiffy dresser. He's he he yes, takes some he risks, um, fashion wise. And he was at uh, either a Goodwill or a Publix in Florida. I think it was a Publix. And the cashier asked him if he was wearing his Halloween costume. That's funny. What was he wearing? Yeah. Do you know what he was wearing? I don't know. You know, he had like dangly earring on and probably painted fingernails and was running around sure. in, in like Fort Myers, Florida. And that's like, <laughs> that's, yeah, they were probably really uh, getting a kick out of it. Hey, him. boy. Hey, boy. What are you doing? Austin, um, a very next... generous man, though, with his clothing. He's let me borrow clothes a handful of time. And, and uh, yeah, he's, he's very good with that. Nice. So, yeah. Maybe he's, he's oh, he also gave me my tattoo. Anything. Austin gave me my tattoo. Swastika? No kidding. No, no, Joking. no, no. You, you know, did you know the, 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 I think I'm going to butcher this. I saw a TikTok about it. I'm going to butcher this, but the, I think it's the local FBI headquarters in San Diego is in the shape of a swastika, like from an aerial view. Yes. I have heard that. I Isn't do that know this. It, well, I think insane. all actually, not to bring it up again, I think the Denver airport is as well. The, they do have a weird thing. The Denver airport's a no, weird thing. They have thing. a lot of conspiracy things yeah. there. They, they have the blue, the are blue horse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, blue horse that killed the man. Yeah, that airport sucks. That's, that's That airport does suck. I, I w- remember when Miranda and I showed up two hours early for our flight and had to run to catch it because the security line was literally probably half of a mile long. Like it was all oh, the was way th- all the way to the checked bag area. Brutal. Yeah. yeah. There's something e- there is something evil about that airport, and I understand the conspiracy theories. Um same. Next person, Max Castillo at big underscore time underscore Macca. Big time Macca ask, what's the best ballpark food you've ever had? Sam, you want to go first? Yes. I think um I think that if I had if I was able to go to more Lone Depot Park stadiums, I could have they have a wide variety of uh of different foods from a bunch of different cultures, and I would love to go experiment there. I don't get especially experimental here, um, but I was trying to find the sushi burrito in, in the Yankee Stadium and I couldn't find it. So we got a bucket of chicken and fries. Have you heard about these buckets of chicken and fries? No. It's like 10 chicken tenders and like the equivalent Whoa. of eight McDonald's large fries dumped into a bucket. You and Miranda split this or you split this with like friends? We split this too. with like friends. How big yeah. is it? With, um, yeah. I think we went through two of them over a full game though. I think people were definitely picking it up that that was happening. But I think my favorite thing I've ever had is actually none other than City Fields pastrami sandwich. They had a really delicious oh, pastrami sandwich okay. at City Field. I'll have, to have that next time yeah. I go there. Yeah. What about you? Um, I, I also am intrigued by the more adventurous parks like i know seattle has like the fried cricket which i have not had um, san francisco has great food options they have pizza it looks good they have sushi um san francisco in general as like a stadium i think that's the best food stadium i've been to that makes but sense to me. i gotta say the thing that comes back to me in my brain is chicago dog wrigley field oh that's and, I, a great and i'm not a big hot dog guy at all no but for some reason that chicago dog hits right it has all the toppings on i know i bet i'm sure there's people in chicago that are like you gotta go to to Little Nick's yeah, Meat Palace yeah. in you know in Joliet, <laughs> Illinois. So I'm sure there's something like that, but it's like, yeah, I like the one at Wrigley. I think it's a perfect ballpark, uh, ballpark dog. food. Uh, you, ballpark you're anti Dodger so. dog, right? Yeah, it sucks, dude. Yeah, Dodger dogs suck. I don't care what anyone says. It's terrible. No, it's like a big. It's a Cayenne dog. It's yeah. Eat, it's a, eat my butt. You yeah, know, it's ten bucks bad. too. Unbelievable. Ten bucks. How the Dodger Stadium dog. food is bad. I think I never adventured there. I had like. A beer there once, and had had a hot dog there once. That's about as far yeah. as my my yeah, spending went the there. The food there's I was, bad. I was so incredibly broke the last time I was at Dodger Stadium, <laughs> so I was really right. pinching pennies. Oh, I also had popcorn, dude. Popcorn is a great ballpark food. 
It's it six is a good bucks. Ballpark food. I don't do they too give often, you, but it is. They, they give you a ton of it. It's cheap. It's a salty snack that goes well with whatever sweet beverage you're drinking, a Coca-Cola mm-hmm. or a beer, whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's one of my it's one of my go-tos there. That's, you know I what tra- I I did have at Dodger Stadium last time was I had Sojun, the so-jun. Korean. It's Whoa. like sake, but it's Korean, yeah. I think. I, th- I think that's the best way to describe it. Wait, is it that um, rice wine shit? It's rice wine, sort of, yeah. but it was in like beer form, sort of. Yeah, and it's flavored. It was good, man. That's that's right. like a, a thing because obviously there's a lot of Korean folks and – in LA, that was yeah, that was, that was good. Uh, I um, for I was watching this uh, this YouTube video, and there's this place in Queens I really want to try. I wrote the name down, but it's Tibetan food. Wow, I've never that had Tibetan good. food, and I was like, damn. When you do, for those who don't know, Brandon and I's relationship uh, when we first met each other was revolved around trying new restaurants together. So this yes. is very on brand to us. Jitlada, remember our Jitlada experience? Oh yeah, dude. Of course yeah. I do. Jitlada came up on uh, a podcast I was listening to today, and I was like, hell yeah. It's very popular, yeah. Jitlada, if you went to L.A. and you're into spicy food, Thai food, Jitlada. If you're listening, Jitlada. If if you want some spicy Thai food and then see the skeleton and and dead remains of an improv theater (laughs) right next door, (laughs) go go check it out. And a while in McDonald's. That McDonald's across the street was fucking crazy. Yes, yeah. Bad McDonald's. Uh, Bad McDonald's. But Anyways, uh, that's my bad. Oh, wait, so what's your best ballpark food? You didn't even answer the question. No, I did. The Wrigley Dog. The Wrigley the Dog. You're right. Dog. My yeah, bad. Yeah. My bad. Um, all right, Brandon, we got upcoming schedule. Rattle it off, dude. Rattle it off. Right. Give the people the, what they want. The Mets are playing the Phillies this weekend at City Field. Be a fun series. Mets are playing the Nationals after that at City. Braves playing the Fish. After that, they're playing our future broadcasting team, uh, the Diamondbacks in Arizona. Um, after the Mets, the Phillies are going to be playing the Giants at their home ballpark. After the Braves, the Marlins are playing the Rockies in Colorado. Nationals are also playing the Rockies, except at home, uh, prior to them playing the Mets in, at City Field. By the way, uh, right now, bottom of the ninth, Aaron Nola went in eight and one-third yeah. inning. Shut out ball. I'm watching it right now. Yeah. And so. then Matt Olson hit a double, and they pulled him, but still, yep. that's that's awesome. Also, Pretty cool. this, the Braves stadium was doing something cool. They were flashing some lights. Um, Brandon. My series, my favorite series that I'm the most intrigued by out of all of these is either, uh, I think Phillies-Giants is interesting. That That's could be good. a high-scoring game. Um, I think, obviously, I, all my Marlins games are interesting, but especially just because we're in such a precarious position in the division that losing, getting swept by the Braves might, liter- might literally, I know it's early, end the Marlins season. If they got swept by the Braves and the Braves put themselves three games in front of the Marlins, mm. Not only in the wild card, but also in the division. That could very well be the end of the Marlins season. Um, and Nationals-Rockies could be fun. Nationals, every once in a while, score 15 runs. So <laughs> that yes. happens. Yeah, that could be fun. What about you? What are you looking forward to? Oh, I think Mets-Phillies, obviously, like they've had so many great games this year. And the Mets have kind of had their number. But we'll see, you know, without... Well, there's no Noah, no Max, no Jake. Uh, maybe, Wheel, maybe Wheeler gets a start. I'm not sure if he's getting a start against series. But against the Mets this series, but um, Mets, Phillies, obviously, uh, and then Braves, Diamondbacks, because, you know, I'm trying to integrate ourselves more in, in the Diamondbacks. That's true, yeah. So you should so. mute the game and, and, and start calling it yourself. Yes, and I'll send <laughs> yeah. a tape in. To... <laughs> Can you imagine self-taping for a broadcasting gig at a, at a baseball game? Psychotic. It's been yeah. done, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Key light, you put a suit on, you do go the whole yes. nine yards. Oh, my God. That'd be and so then funny. I talk to someone who's not there, and I play the other character of, like, the oh, old, my God. old, yes. old racist uh, color Court, didn't, uh, Hank, yeah, didn't Hank Azaria do something like that? Brockmeyer, he did that show. Yeah, yeah. Brockmeyer. That's what, wasn't he a baseball announcer? Like a, a struggling baseball yes, announcer? Yes, he's like a disgraced baseball announcer. Yeah. I, the story. I haven't seen it. I heard it's good. He's a big okay. Mets fan. He's been at City Field a lot, actually. Miranda and I watched yeah. the first episode of that, or the first two episodes of that F1 uh, Netflix doc. 
What's that? The Formula One, like the dr- race car driving. Oh, okay. Are people into it in LA? Formula One? Yeah. No, it says in Europe. What do you mean? Dude, it is <laughs> incredibly popular here. Shut up. No, yeah, it's not. It is. Who and is it? it's, Your friends are into that? And it's incredibly popular on baseball. I'm not making players. fun of it. I heard it's cool, but it's like, no, I'm surprised. No, I'm, I'm shocked at how popular it was. It's really taken like... So you have friends that are into it? I have friends that wake up at like nine in the morning on Saturdays and Sundays to watch it. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Really? Yeah. yeah. And do they follow like a racer? What is this? They about? follow They follow the clubs. They follow the like the Mercedes clubs or the Red Bull club or the, the Ferrari club or whatever. Uh, really? But they do have they do have uh, some mm-hmm. racers in particular that they like, yeah, for sure. NASCAR but European, man, love it. It really is. It's it was really exciting. They're going two hundred miles an hour. So anytime anybody's going two hundred miles an hour and it's not in just a straight circle, it's That's interesting. Fun. Oh um, yeah, because they're doing little. Yeah, they're doing. Little they're doing exactly. courses. Uh, How did I this mean, happen? How did people get into it? I'm I'm blown away know. that there's multiple people you know that. Are I went to it. my friend's thirtieth birthday party in October, and I was alone. I didn't know anybody. There's like thirty people, and then him, because um, he was an old middle school and high school friend and obviously none of those people still live here and i um he had brought an ipad so that he could watch the qualifying race on it with everybody at the bar yeah i know and there's like there are people on marlon's twitter that are constantly talking about f1 every weekend wow yeah so it is popular but that's what happens when your baseball team's bad you get into formula one i'm kidding (laughs) i hope the mets i hope the mets hey you'll you'll have it there'll be a week there'll be a week there'll be a week there was a game the week already happened It'll be a week where they're bad. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I, they're gonna win the division, so you got to feel good about that right now. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I don't. I don't want to get too caught. I like poking fun at you, but I. <laughs> I don't want to get too caught. No, I told. I was going to uh, until the Marlins won the game before our last record. Um, Braves just scored one. Um, I. Uh, I was going to come on and say that I was a Mets fan now, and do it the reverse oh. drink, jinx, or the jinx. I guess it's just a jinx. No, you're not allowed at City Field then either. <laughs> I know, based on that one woman that yelled at me for roasting Pete Alonso, she probably put my <laughs> fucking picture up on the wall in security and told them to not let me in. Uh, the, hey, the, we can do that. We have that power. Hey, we have a, <laughs> despite this podcast, we are going to have some feature, future fans. <laughs> yeah, we're rolling along here. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Why don't you do, I'll do the first one because he's a Marlins fan. We got MDV at Marta Vicre, Marta Visri. Uh, I think it's Vicre. I don't know. I'm bad with things, but, um, Hey, man, you're a Marlins fan. I'm a Marlins fan. We talk about the Marlins every week on this podcast, uh, whether they're good, whether they're bad, whether they're irrelevant. It doesn't matter. We're talking about them. You like anime? I don't know anything about anime, but I can appreciate it as a, an art form. So good for that. Sounds fun. Um, yeah. Shouts out to MDV, my friend. Shouts out to MDV. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then uh, shout out to Colin. Colleen. Sorry, Colleen. I spelled that wrong. That's on me. Sorry, Colleen. Colleen at Sorry, Colleen. CMN. CMM, CM McGuire, Jesus Christ, <laughs> CM apart, McGuire, uh, Braves fan and works with our dear friend Beanie Eater Buzz on the Beanie Eater Buzz pod. Uh, Shouts Colleen, out to Colleen, I'm sure you've seen our nonsense. I'm sure you've seen us talk to Beanie Eater. We want you to be a fan of us too. We're a fan of you and Beanie Eater. Um, and uh, finally, we got Dave Sadinger at Dave Sadinger, S-A-T-T-I-N-G-E-R. He's a Mets fan. Parents. We love that. He's a parent, uh, sports and music aficionado. We like sports. We like music. That's mostly what we talk about more so than baseball, Dave. Yes, Check us that's out. Very true. We <laughs> like you, so we hope you like us too. Brandon, uh, the way you wrote that, it looks like parents, sports, and music I, aficionado. It looks like he's an aficionado all right, all right, of parents. All right, all right. He might be. <laughs> Who he's knows? a parent, parenting guru. That's true. That's true. All right, Brandon. Do we have reviews? It says read the reviews. Is that from an old episode? Yes, I think so. 
We're we're not we don't have we haven't gotten any new no. reviews, have we? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. All right. Well, then no new reviews, Brandon. You know the drill. Tell the people where they can find you, your Twitter, all that. You can jazz. follow me at Brando Grosso. Where can they follow you? Follow me at NL Feast Sam on Twitter. Follow the podcast on Twitter at NL Feast. Shoot us an email. We will read it on air if you have any questions. Uh, that's NLFeastPod at gmail.com. Look out for our weekly question thing on that drops on Twitter every Thursday. So you can uh, write in and also get on the pod. Leave us a review at uh, five stars on iTunes. We'll do that. We'll read you. Uh, we'll read whatever you write so long as it's not nasty. Um, and yeah, check out my guest appearance on Locked on Marlins with Peter Pratt today. I think it came out this evening on May 26th. So if you're a commutant, you can't get enough of me. Check that out. And uh, I think that's it, Brandon. Anything else before we get out of here? Hey, check out Sam's band, Ugly Twin. Oh, true. Okay. All right. You monster. Come on. I'm Um, sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, hold on. Let me tee you up again. And check out my band, Ugly Twin on Spotify, Apple Music, all of that, all of that jazz. Brandon, is there anything else before we get out of here? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.